Welcome the fuck back, you fucking cunt. <laughs> Oh man, it feels good oh, to see yeah, you back, bro. It does. I, I miss being in front of the camera. I got You did? I miss I miss this lovely city we have in I mean lovely city we live in. And this oddly lovely weather too. It might rain any second now. But but at least I think we got like an hour. Yeah, we got about an hour or so. How's your week man? Man. I got fucking subpoenaed. Got subpoenaed? Damn, what? Gotta show up, man. So apparently, you can't just fucking walk into a store and take whatever the fuck you want without paying for it. No, I'm kidding. Is that close to you? That's a joke. Uh, no, so uh, I don't know if you remember like the accident, the car accident I had last last year, mm -hmm. where I got fucking T-boned. Yeah. So I got a subpoena from the fucking city of Houston, bro. So apparently, like the subpoena read, city of Houston versus me. Right. I was like, what the fuck? And then I'm reading the, the fucking body of the, the fucking subpoena, and my dad's name is in it too. Oh. So, technically, what they wanted, they just wanted my dad to go be a witness. Bitch! <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, what are you at? A snitch on you? I, I don't know what the fuck it was, bro, because, uh, like, there was really nothing to witness. I ran a red light, I got hit. Wasn't he with you though? Huh? Wasn't he in the car? Yeah, yeah he was with me. Okay, kind but of like, like says. Like, I mean, no, I, like, is I that got the hit. angle? I ran the red light, I got hit, and I got a ticket for running a red light. Oh. That's pretty much it. You ran a red light because he got hit. The no, car. No, 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 I ran the red light because uh, I was just following the flow of traffic. Okay. So I saw cars going, and I was like, eh, they're going. Right, they're going. So I went, and then this guy. I don't know where the fuck exactly he came from if he was coming already he already had like momentum or if he was like stationary and then went because oh. if you're stationary and you go and you see a car you stop right 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 so me and my dad were running through these scenarios we're like okay maybe he was stationary and he went and he hit us on purpose or he came in hot and then he see us in time and just went for it right? right but either way even though i ran the red light that actually could have been avoided uh, the guy, if he wasn't a fucking retard, he would have seen it sucked. But you need a lawyer, bro. You need to call Jamal. I lawyered up. The, the Texas Hammer. I lawyered up. So <laughs> I, I, uh, I had this guy that helps me out with tickets and stuff. Right. So like, hey, man, I got a subpoena. Uh, Wasn't he the same guy that um, he's like, let me write some shit and then uh, you get the money back with an accident? Well, that, that was the guy that took us to that one lawyer. Right. The lawyer just helping us get the fucking money for the whole thing. Oh. And uh, so I have a lawyer for that, for the accident, like to get so you money up. back. So you lawyered up. Yeah. And the good thing about uh, PI lawyers, personal injury lawyers, is they work on a contingency fee. Contingency fee? So God you don't have to pay them. Unless, unless you unless win. win. Yeah, exactly. So that's more of an incentive for them uh, to want to get you your money, right? Right. And they usually just deal with like the, the fucking insurances, insurance agencies and all that shit. But... Uh, so I go to this other guy that helps me with tickets. I'm like, hey, I got this. He's like, all right, I'll talk to my lawyer and uh, just show up. He'll be there. So right. When he calls your name, just talk to him. I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. So we, we go there. We're fucking, uh, we had an eight o'clock court. Uh, we were there for that long. It's just like a lot of waiting. So <laughs> it felt like fucking forever. We were there for like an hour, give or take. Wow. And um, so they go up. 
and uh, the guy that hit me was there, oh. also testifying as a fucking witness. Jesus. But he brought somebody else as well. So me and my dad, like, like now it's, it seemed like evident that this guy was just, they just hit us to try to get money. So, so his whole thing is just to get money, right? Uh huh. But he's a fucking idiot, and if you would have lawyered up properly, he would have been like, I'll lawyer up. Right. Same fucking deal that I'm doing. Right. They'll give me my money, they get their money, insurance gets their money, everybody gets their money. Right, right, right. right, right. He could have gotten his share, could have gotten my share. No need to go to fucking court and waste my fucking time. True. So uh, I go there, and they're like, yeah, like they're just gonna look at the, the body cam from the, uh, the police line. officer. And I was like, he wasn't there at the time of the fucking accident. He was like, exactly. We're gonna win. Oh. And I was like, fuck it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, going back to court for the same fucking shit in December, bro. <laughs> Have you heard of our Lord and Savior, PI, <laughs> personal injuries lawyer? Damn, that's a fucking nutcase, man. Holy shit. And then they make fucking stupid money too, bro, because, like, <clears throat> the way that the, the insurance is split the thing is three ways, right? Mm -hmm. You get your cut, Lord gets his cut. And then the rest is just money for repairs on the car and shit, or medical bills and whatever. I see. Damn. So they pretty much have like a on cap, uh, like a lucrative ninety thousand dollar budget. Holy you shit! Can get, I can get three thousand dollars, thirty thousand, lawyer thirty thousand, thirty thousand for whatever. Who's paying this? Huh? Who's paying this though? It's all from the uh, insurance's uh, pocket. <laughs> yeah, dude. Damn, I'm gonna get more accidents, huh? Dude, <laughs> man, I find my contingency. Banked off of the time you got run over, bro. For real? Damn. Even though I was jaywalking? Even though you were jaywalking. They Holy shit. Walking. Oh my god. It was god. night. It was like. It was dark. Know, it was dark. It was dark. So there's a lot of black people around. You gotta be careful for them. That's true. Bro, I was running all black. I was running all black. He should have seen me because he had lights. Exactly. <laughs> it's not like he's on his phone because I'm a fucking motorcycle. You gotta be more fucking aware of shit. That's true. See? Damn, I gotta spin that, but the more you know. Yeah, dude. We should get that fucking graphic. It's like the more you know. The more you know. It's brought to you by PBS. <laughs> I don't know if we could do that. We can do that. We can do that. We can do that, bro. We'll both fucking do it for right here. <laughs> Time. Time. Oh uh, man. Yeah, man. Your week. I spent my whole week in Ghana. Oh man. West Africa. That shit was amazing. I got hella dark. I lost weight. I lost 10 pounds of solid muscle. God damn. I left that. I left that 190, but I got 183-ish. Damn. Yeah, I lost more than uh, more than I wanted to. Jesus. Yeah, I was planning on actually gaining weight because I wanted to eat so much, but I ended up getting a stomach virus. So. Oh no way. Yeah, I was shitting mercilessly. Oh my god. <laughs> Midnight. You know those. Are you gonna shit? You just shit, you just poop like a little bit of water. It just burns, but it fucking. Not even. I just like I just I, I feel like I gotta push so hard, right? It feels like a lot of load. Oh yeah yeah yeah. But it, yeah, it's just yeah, like yeah. one drop and then some kind of water and then you're done. But then you still feel like you got loads loads. Did you throw up? No, I was just like like stressing my anus, bro. That's all it was. I was I was pushing out my anus the whole night. Stress, <laughs> my guy. But yeah, man. Other than that. That shit was so fucking fulfilling, man. It was inspiring. The food was great, but I couldn't enjoy it because I had the stomach issues. I ha I could only eat like a little bit. Uh, ass, yeah. bro. But the little bit you got. You it was great. It was I mean, it was great. There was food everywhere. Ooh. Breakfast. I hate. I ate most of the breakfast because it was like soft foods. Yeah. Like everywhere, bro. Like just like 
stores everywhere. People like setting up their shops, selling onions, yams, fucking toilet paper, pillows, shampoos. Bro, they have everything in the market. And you gotta always bargain. You gotta bargain. It's so sweet. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's like a skill you acquire. You know? And it's like fucking Indian people and like Middle Eastern people are like that. Yeah. They're like, come on, like you're trying to buy something for like fucking 70 bucks. You're like, I only got 60 bucks. <laughs> come on, bring it down. Okay, 30 bucks. God damn, bro, just like that? Just like that. You got to bargain, just yeah. like that. I mean, at, the, at one point, I bargained like a 400 city thing down to like 200. What's the currency over there? The dollars? Cities. Cities? Cities and pesos. So a dollar over here is like four cities over there. Oh, Damn, that's not bad, bro. It used to be nine, but you know what's crazy? Euros are worth more than dollars. Hell yeah. <laughs> so if you think you're in America and you need shit, <laughs> slow down, young buddy. There's a comedian that says uh, if you can convince somebody that you're in, Cal uh, in Canada, you can much more expensive. Yeah. Like, they, they fucking go by euros in Canada. For real? Yeah. Oh, that's wild, man. Sponsor the, the French. Quebec? They have the fucking French people on the fucking currency over there, so. Wow. Yeah, Man, and then um, yeah, the hustle, man. It really like it made me understand why immigrants are so successful in Americas, and why people born here are so like not motivated to do anything other than like. It's a way different motive. It's, it's everything is like so easy over here, more or less. Like once you're in the system, you can survive. You know, if you're homeless in America, like I'll say, it, you either you have like some mental issue, drug issue, or you're just lazy. Homelessness in America is drug, or drugs, been in prison or some shit, can't get a job. Military. Mili military or, or um, what was the other one? Mental illness. Or you're just lazy. That's like the only reason you can be homeless in America. Because over there, you don't see that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you're homeless, you're actually like mentally ill or you're like disabled. Like you actually have a, you can't walk. You know what I'm saying? But even then, they're still hustling, bro. It's like, there is no room. I mean, you might as well just die. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, I also think like people here are still like, full of self-pity. Yeah, bro. Like, there's oh, no one begging. There's no one on the fucking corner of, of uh, Hillcroft and, and Southwest Freeway over there with their fucking hands out just to buy drugs, bro. Like, or holding up a sign like, God bless me or, or like um, some shit, you know? You're like, you like you see the differences and you're like like damn you know what i'm saying like am i really charity giving charity to this motherfucker or yeah, like yeah, yeah. what am i doing even if it's like faith it doesn't make sense like once i seen this shit i was like oh man bro what was, if you could like write off like you giving money to like homeless people you can like, text right it's not even like it's not even an if when you make donations or something to like yeah, yeah, yeah. bro Actually, you can just accumulate it over time, but like I give this person like three dollars this other person, and then just that's fucking small. That's it. small, bro. No, like over the year until your next, uh, the next tax season, you're like, I fucking give thousand dollars to these motherfuckers. Where's my fucking money, bro? Yeah, bro. Maybe. Yeah, like no, 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 no. Like, you're doing, you're thinking small scale, bro. I'm talking about like millionaires, Bill Gates Foundation, nonprofits, oh, yeah. Yeah, tax free, bro. Like every time. You can give 10k to some organization and write it off at the end of the year. It, can you, you believe that? How you can do uh, like hardcore money laundering and shit. Money laundering. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. like, oh, this money is for the organization, this and that. I don't have to pay taxes for it. If you own the organization, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. even then, there's like stipulations, you know. But uh, point is, you can you can write off donations. But there's like almost no pity over there, man, because everybody's struggling. It's like 
and it's also it's so competitive it's like a sense of entitlement yes they're like i should i'm an american be fucking like have what you have so you have to give me items and things so i can have what you have because we're equal people yeah but it's also like systems here that's not there yeah here there's social security free education elementary to fucking high school right if they got that over there at least oh my god wait is school private over there Everything is private. Privatized? Everything is private. Everything is private. Ain't no public schools. I mean, there is, but it's like small. Yeah. It's like everything else is private. College is private. And even then, you got to know someone. You know, it's like so hard. Oh, it's like over there, okay. if you follow the rules, you're most likely going to get punished. What? Think about it. Think about it. There you are rules. Fucked over. Yes, there are rules in place. But because of the reality of the situation, yeah, yeah. if you follow those rules, you prob- you probably won't get anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's beneficial for the government. Exactly. I mean, not that's for just, you. Not for Wait, you. For the government. For the government. Yeah, so yeah, people yeah. tend to like do things their own way. You know, even the cops. People, people will be like, oh, the cops are corrupt. It's not like the cops are corrupt. It's just how the system is. Yeah. Like the cop ethical. will probably make more money if you if you if you bribe him if we pay him for whatever service he's giving you yeah, yeah, yeah. right then and then and also he'll let you go more leniently yeah you're not gonna right go going on about yeah, your way yeah. you're not now you're not about to get a fingerprinted take a picture of you they get sent to the background checks none of that shit. you know what i'm saying if you get an accident right there you solve it right there and then bro like motherfucker, yeah. hit my bumper how much is this shit? <laughs> either that or you call Give a mechanic <laughs> either that you call a mechanic to fix it right there you don't fucking exchange insurance and all that man but nobody got time for that bro pay up and, and like get on with your life so yeah that was like a different thing too yeah. it kind of kind of made it like cool put a lot of perspective into things and yeah like- put a lot of perspective and i was like okay you know like that, that's how it is here you know and, yeah. it, and it's not even like a negative thing because yeah, it is almost your benefit to like do it like that because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. if mean, you don't you're gonna waste your time you know how to work the system in your favor right okay. it's just like people work the system here right they call them scammers they're they just smarter than you they just yeah they call them millionaires and white collars you know they're just smarter than you it's not like they don't they don't want to follow the rules they just know how to finesse the game you know so yeah, that's so there it's like Okay, I see how it is. Just like, bro, that's like signs that says no uh, marketing, no like selling shit in the streets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But bro, who's gonna enforce no that? No soliciting. But who's gonna enforce that when there's like a million vendors in the streets? Yeah. Who who's gonna come push them away? Or it could be kind of like, a, like, a, like a police officer, for example. They could be like, okay, I'm not gonna take you away, but bribe me. Not even bri- like the word bribe has a negative connotation. Oh, they're like it means you're not following or rules. Give me some money, so right. I don't come down on you for being here when there's a sign that says no soliciting. You get me? Well, that's yeah. I guess you. Uh, that's a, a that's a bad example because because it's so big that the rule almost doesn't exist. It's just a sign. But a practical one, a practical one would be if he got in an accident. Mm, liability issues. Right. Then he would be like, it's better if he obviously pay me. And I'll yeah, take yeah, care yeah, of this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then I report it to my um, my uh, supervisor. You know. Yeah, yeah. That's more practical because you would have cut your time in half mm-hmm. and you would have went about your way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. I don't need to get pen so, and paper. So, yeah. So in a way, over there, that's a better system right. than just um, following the rules. 
you know? Yeah, because, like, I've seen, like, videos here where, uh, fucking, uh, police officers go up to, like, El Lotero, El Paletero and shit, and they're right. like, give me everything you got right now, like, <laughs> be here. Gonna pay that so tax. Take homeboy's money, and then they'll fucking take his hand, and then he can't work. And then he'll get a ticket, he'll fucking probably go to jail, or get a big citation, get sued by the city, or something like that, and then just get a bigger issue, as opposed to just, like, just ask the guy to move. One, you can just do that. You can. But like, you can't be here. You gotta go over there. Like, all right, problem solved. Or you can just be like, you know what? I don't want to make this a bigger issue for you. Just, I'll let you stay here, uh, so you don't get in trouble or anything like that. I don't get in trouble. I don't have to report it. Just solve the issue right there and then. Right there and then. Right there and then. Right yeah, man. I learned uh, a lot about my family history, and I got my identity back. That's like one of the biggest things. For me, going over there, it's just getting my identity as a Ghanaian. You got it, like I got all of it. Given, pretty much. Yes, I found it. I found out who link. I was. That was a missing link, and that's the saying that if you don't know where you come from, you most likely don't know where you're going. <laughs> you know, and I really, it really resonated because when I was here before I left, I mean, I have like my life going on, but honestly, there wasn't any motivation to do shit. Even with all my businesses or whatever, they were all stagnant, you know. There wasn't any like real fire, you know what I'm saying? But when I went over there and learned who I really was, where I come from, I got that fire back. I got my swagger back, you feel me? <laughs> got my swagger back. You know, I'm really that nigga, for real. Like, like I've always knew who I was, but it got confirmed, you right, feel me? Right. I found that, so now, it's up to me, you know what I'm saying? It's up to you, baby. So, yeah. I got a whole new, whole new motivation behind me now. Whole new mindset, you can say. I want to go. I want to go back and touch up a little bit on the immigrants here and stuff. Uh -huh. I heard it recently. Like, <clears throat> you know how you're like, immigrants are like so hard working over here. Right. So, I feel like what the U.S. does, like for they say like, say doctors for instance, because there's like a whole shit going on in India right now where they're like COVID. overpopulated, like COVID cases are like off the fucking roof. Right. But one is a fucking third world country, right? So that shit's like inevitable. It's gonna fucking happen. And then two, they don't have the top tier doctors over there. Cause they're all here. Mm -hmm. The US is like, we'll paint you this pretty picture. Like come study over here, right. get the money, get the fucking job at one of our US hospitals. Right. You get all this shit. So they're not getting what they're getting here over there. So I feel like a lot of like the, the really good doctors got outsourced and kind of just left shit behind over there. Cause even like, like what I've heard from nope. like Indian folks and stuff, they become doctors, lawyers, whatever. They, um, they're yeah, I can't do that over there. Cause I'm not going to get the money I'm going to get to the U S. So I feel like right. it's more of an, not just an incentive, but like it's benefiting the U S like a lot more. And then like, sh like, right, let me just stop you. Cause you're, you're not, you're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> That's not what it is. There's a lot of good doctors over there. The issue is how the system is set up. Yeah, that's why. And no, and the U.S. isn't like benefit. I guess if anything, the doctor is the one who's benefiting because he got an excellent opportunity to um, show his skills and get paid for very well. Yeah, but they're not gonna get that opportunity there in their country. Right, but you're you're almost saying like. It almost sounds like the U.S. is winning, right? But the truth is, those doctors end up going back. Eventually. Um, and it's not like 
To be a doctor, bro, you gotta understand, like, you need a certain amount of education, right? So, either, either those guys um, finish their education over there, and then they come over here, or they get some kind of scholarship, then they come over here, finish it, and then get some kind of internship and start working here. It's just like a job opportunity or a green card. Like Ness. Sure, but something like that. Point is, they're not stealing doctors. Doctors aren't like Almost, running away. Like, it's just a way to like, like the way I, I chose to say it. But it's yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just like um, opportunity. Like even if you're a doctor over there, like you will have a hospital to work at. Yes. But if you were here, it would be a lot better. Okay, you know maybe maybe it's this. You get to see where people's true intentions are. You want to help people, or do you want to get the prestige? You want to work at the big time, big shot hospitals in the U.S., or do you want to help your own back home? You can be a doctor back the, home. There's another thing though. Not every city over there has like a hospital for that doctor. You know, so it's even harder for the doctor to find. You can say a job, right? Because there's not a hospital. He probably has to travel like 20 miles away or move to a whole new city to get a job to be a doctor so if anything he is forced to come here <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's not like he he's like oh i can't wait to go to america no he wish he can like treat people back in ghana but the opportunity just isn't there so that's why i call america a land of opportunity because you can come here and literally be a doctor that you wanted to be but but did you did they really want to be a doctor or were they pushed to be a doctor by their parents? I'll tell you this though. Because there's a lot of underlying things, man. For, I don't want to touch on that. So <laughs> um, there's doctors over there that have their own clinics. Right. Like huge clinics. And the thing with America is there's systems where it makes it easier, right, to like find a job or become a doctor. Over there, the government ain't gonna build no hospital in someone's city. Yeah, yeah, yeah just for you to go work there you know what i'm saying public health isn't like so it's up there <laughs> yeah it's not like it's like oh we're gonna build it's like every city has a hospital no -uh. it's like more lo local government and like yeah, yeah, yeah. someone's getting paid you know what i'm saying because of how the system is so the doctor's like the last person to even worry about he's just looking for a job you know and he might even get lucky to work at some hospital probably because he knew someone you know so if anything they gotta like find your own way yeah, yeah, yeah. but to touch on that immigrant subject the hustle <laughs> no bro no what i was gonna try to get at is like like regardless of what the situation the situation is for immigrants to come here like they're always going to out hustle everybody else because right. they have that they're like we came here to do this and we're gonna fucking do this shit no matter what the fuck it takes it's true like going back is not a fucking option going back isn't an option at least not going back, not having achieved anything you wanted to do. Like, if you go back and you got the border with some dumb shit, then, I mean, obviously going back is the only option at that fucking point, you know? Man, like, people will tell you their stories where they come here and they have to, like, marry someone to get their papers or, like, do uh, some kind of, like, some kind of contract just to get some kind of papers so they can get that five years stay and then achieve that American dream, you know? Like, you'll hear horror stories of, like, espionage, like... Like, oh, if, if you don't uh, send me like $1,000 a month, I'm going to cancel the contract or I'm, I'm not going to call you again. Yeah, dude. And they're like, yeah, bro, there's horror stories, you know. So that's probably why they work so hard. You know, coming here ain't, ain't fucking easy. It really ain't no joke.
And sometimes our immigrant parents bring us the immigrants over here and we fuck around. <laughs> yeah, if you raised here, man, you don't even know the half of it. And you just, like me, I was, I was kind of cruising, you know? But now, seen the shits, bro. <laughs> so I gotta... Seen it. Seen it. Seen it. Whole new mindset. You know, once you get that, once you see that mindset, it's like, it's up to you. Hot take. Hot take. Ready for some hot takes? Hot take. Alright, so there's a couple things, a couple hot takes. Can be quick, can be not. Alright, uh, da 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 da. Fuck, where'd it go? Uh. Alright, um. Damn, nigga. What's the hot take, man? Give me the okay, hot takes. Uh, so, right now, fast food places are in a shortage of, uh, meat. Of people. People? There's not a lot of fucking fast food places just shutting down. They have McDonald's. signs. McDonald's, Wendy's, Burger King's, all this type of shit. They have signs on the front door saying we have no staff. We're closed. McDonald's also put out an ad that said come file an application and get 50 bucks upon your application. So if you come in and get an application, we'll give you 50 bucks. Holy and shit. And maybe a job. Oh. So what do you what, what, what do you think like about that whole situation like, that's going on? That's funny. What led to that? What how people should react to that? Does COVID have a play in this? Fucking tell me this whole thing. Holy shit, that's deep. Well, I think we can blame COVID. Hell yeah. Uh, COVID did a lot of great things in terms of businesses. In a sense. Uh, in a sense, it showed that you kind of don't need employees or you don't need a job, really. You can make your own way, make your own company. Like, for example, there's no more restaurant menus. There's QR codes now. Scan your QR code and fucking look at your menu, you know. But with the COVID, you can't have too many people in an enclosed space, you know. I mean, Texas, fuck it, we're good. Yeah, we're good. But when it comes to like just Everywhere systems, else. like office buildings yeah, yeah, yeah. and employees and all that, like big, big work areas, that's all going to change. And what McDonald's is doing is just trying to recap because I think their bigger plan is to have automation. You know, the next thing that's coming is automation. No more people, bro. You want McDonald's? Look at your app. They started that <laughs> thing when they put the uh, the touchscreen. Right, uh, the touchscreen order, the yeah. cashiers. Yeah, I mean you're always gonna need like people to supervise, but we're not at that level yet. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not at that level of automation where it's so convenient. Right. You know. Maximum. Maximum. But that's what I think about it, man. COVID is um, it's changing things. Oh, okay. So here's what I think the role that COVID had in this. People don't want to work anymore. Not really. They, they don't. Get unemployment. True. Like, why am I gonna go work when I get unemployment? That's one, right? Uh, two, people got to used to working from home. True. Like, why am I gonna go somewhere where I can come when I can work from home? Do this shit so right here. People are actually in my in my pajamas. <laughs> yeah, so people are actually just demanding to work from home, and like to a certain extent, like you do need people physically to show up and do shit, right? Right. So I feel like it, it gave people a little sense of a I don't want to say laziness, but I can't find the proper work options options i wouldn't say options like the, it, for a bunch of people it wasn't an option to work from home it's just like you're working from home right you know so but it, it led to be, it being an option like it i don't want to work in person other than home like uh my girlfriend she had to do a fucking doctor's uh appointment through zoom like she couldn't go and see her fucking doctor she had a fucking hernia she <laughs> and she just had to fucking 
Stomach. Hey, like, hey, dog, here's my hernia. Yeah, like, you gotta feel the hernia. You gotta, <laughs> fucking, gotta poke it. Exactly. So, like, in terms of, like, clinics and shit, like, you need to be able to fucking go to the clinic. Right. Many people I should be there as opposed to just a doctor fucking around at his own fucking house. And you <laughs> trying to fucking explain the fucking hernia that's damaging your fucking insides. Wow. So, I feel like it, it, it gave... A lot of things lost structure. A lot of things. It's like it's like the, the the seriousness or like the prestigiousness. Exactly. It's just you know the doctor could be easily like don't give a fuck. And it, it goes back <laughs> to that. Like I could be a bummer money. I could actually want to go to the hospital and work, but I'm a doctor. And I could I be can at home. home. Right. Why the fuck? I could treat right? 30 cases from Zoom. Probably wrong. But hey. Right. My kill death ratio isn't that bad. It ain't that bad, man. And I'm still getting paid the same. I'm still getting paid the fucking same. I'm still getting my vacation time. I'm still getting my 401k insurance. I'm sorry. Right. So, that's damn. Fun. That's cool, man. Got another hot take. Shoot. All right. So, I don't know if you've noticed, but uh, like a lot of superheroes now, okay. uh, people are just making them an ethnic version of the superheroes. Like, they're making, uh, like, what was it? What the fuck did I saw? Black Panther? No, no, he's just a black superhero in general. Right. He's meant to be black. Uh, like, uh, James Bond. They made a black version of James Bond. Wait, wait, wait. I thought the next James Bond was gonna be black. Yeah, that's why. They oh, so a, this is made a black version? Yeah, like... There can't be two James Bonds. I mean, originally James Bond is white, so they're trying to in incorporate... Uh, like oh, like uh, opposed, uh, diversity. Yeah, they're okay. trying to diversify a role, right? Right, right. As opposed to just making new roles okay. that are already ethnic. Mm. You know, like you don't have to make a black superhero; you can make a new superhero. But he eventually black. Okay. Or brown, or yellow. I think what they're trying to do is James Bond is just a character. It's not fixed, you know. Yeah. He can be not replaced, but like change it can be changed because sure. characters are supposed to change superheroes are supposed to grow yeah. shit happens reboots happen. right reboots. and unfortunately it's it's like a human error where he dies yeah. where he needs to be replaced like the wolverine there can never be another wolverine there's going to be a new wolverine. there's going to be another wolverine yeah. oh my god it's going to be terrible like uh jack a huge jack is going to be exactly like and like uh, once that uh, legacy not dies it's not going to be iron man See, like those those iconic people, it's like the human error that they have to die, <laughs> or else they'll. Bro, if that wasn't the issue, we'll have them forever. You know what I'm saying? That would never be like a black uh, James Bond or oh, whatever. Oh, like Spider-Man, he got fucking changed like four fucking times. Yeah, he's probably the only one in our lifetime that got changed a lot. That, that <laughs> oh and God. Batman too. Batman, he was uh, who was it? Uh, uh, uh Michael. Fuck. Michael Costner. Was I he think the so. First Batman. Mm -hmm. And then it was. Some ben Affleck. And then it was like, no, no, it was uh, Christian Bale. All oh, right, Christian Bale. Then, Christian Bale, Ben, ben Affleck. Affleck. And now fucking Robert Pattinson, the fucking oh from my god, Twilight. that nigga is never gonna be He's Batman. He's not gonna fucking hide on the fucking shadow. He's gonna fucking glitter all the fucking. He, he, he got no muscles to be, bro. But yeah, like so, to in those reboots, that's when you change it, right? Right, right. But you don't have to. Like my point is, like, don't like. I think that. Like make superheroes, make more superheroes. But it's, make it's different. Goals. See, superheroes have legacies. Like they start from way the fuck back. Like they're just other characters. You just can't make another James Bond. Like fucking uh, the Green Lantern. He's originally a black guy, but they made him white. 
I mean, they didn't make him white. Something had to happen. They shot the movie like the the person that the, the the person played for the for the Green Lantern. Right. In the comic books and the cartoon, he's black, but for the right. movie, they made him white. Oh, that, like, when it comes to that, there's so many factors, bro. Like the 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 studio is a factor, the production, the director is a factor, the actors that were available for that amount of money were a factor. And even then, it's a bidding process, you know? You just can't like audition and get it. Y your agent is like representing you. It's, the role's like already sold. Well, that's one thing, right? Right. Well, that may be one thing, but a lot of people already have a preset vision of what they want, right? Yeah, like the director will be like, let's, let's, let's give it a whole new, and then the studio will approve it based on the, the ratings or like... The Black Panther, for example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the Black like, Panther's gonna be a black guy anyway. Right. Can See, a fucking white African. True, but, but, can, but listen, the, on the Black Panther, I was expecting more African, um, what do you call it, actors in it. Right. Or even the Black Panther could have been African. Right. Yeah. I mean, I guess he was. He, he was. But, but yeah, centric vibe to the Black Panther than they let on. I was kind of disappointed. Man, that boy got mad calves. Dude, I know, bro. <laughs> His calf is bigger than his quads. He, he's definitely a baller. But um, yeah, man. And I was, I was just like, bro, what the fuck? This is the Black Panther, and they had like, yeah, they had like all these Americans in there with your fake accents, like, bro. See, that was like the African, easiest. That was like the easiest. Up. That was like the easiest thing they could have fixed, you know. And their their accents were so off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but uh, it's Hollywood, you know. Chadwick Bosman. Bosman. Yeah, he was like maybe the only authentic. There's like maybe two authentic African characters in the whole movie. Yeah. Right after that was just Cap. All right, man. Ready for to end the show? Yeah. All right. One more thing. Uh, so this new section, Fuck They're Funny. Fuck They're Funny is our new segment. All right. So I've never seen a dead homeless person. I have. Like, seeing how many homeless people we have, I would have expected to see more dead homeless people just everywhere. So do you think there is a service that goes around and picks up dead people, dead homeless people? <laughs> what the like, fuck? do you think that's a job? No. Like, people just call in the city, like, hey, we got a dead hobo over here, and they just fucking send somebody, like the dead hobo division, to pick up the dead hobos. And if it's not, do you think we could capitalize off of that and be like, oh my we'll God. look for dead hobos, we'll fucking oh, bring man. them in? And if so, what do they fucking do with the dead homeless people? Like, they obviously probably don't even have families. They get burned. They get burned. Cremated. So there's like ashes everywhere of dead people that... Here's the thing though. Here, here's the thing though. You can't really like look for... They, they, they don't care, categorize them that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just categorize them as like dead people. Persons, people. Right. You know, even if you call the ambulance or 911, you're not going to be like, hey, there's a dead homeless guy here. No, you're going to be like... Oh my god, there's a dead guy right here, he's not breathing. And then you might add, you might even, you're probably not gonna even add that until the, the people come in and write the report. He's That's when you're gonna find out he's homeless. Other than that, it almost doesn't make a difference. Because I've seen uh, cases where a homeless person, person will like go into a store and like who slip and fall or do some dumb shit and then ambulance like he hurt oh it's their liability right so 
put some shit like that, right? And then they'll show up, and then it'll be a homeless case because it's them and them. They're like yeah, 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 yeah. forced to take them to the hospital, you know. But it's never like, hey, there's a homeless person here. You know, like, I just thought it'd be fucking hilarious if there was a dead hobo division. I've seen a dead guy, bro. But I saw him at a, dead, at a dead hobo. He was at a he was at a get, uh, metro stop. How did you know he was dead? So me and Alan walked by him. Uh -huh. We were going through our day. We came back a five hours later. Yeah. And he was still there. Yeah, he was dead. But <laughs> but he as soon as we passed him, that's putting him in the, in the stretcher. But it hadn't moved since we passed him. He was in the same position. Oh, <laughs> like how many? I don't know how many hours we had left him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it was obvious this nigga is gone. And it's like, oh, okay. Like the way the body was positioned, you think he's sleep. Yeah. But but after like realization, yeah, he was gone, gone. Oh, he did. Yeah, he was dead. No. Yeah. Uh, one time I think I did see that hobo. Uh, I was uh, I was at a metro station. I was right. with my sister. Uh, it was over there on a uh, West Timer by where I used to live. Bro, this nigga's calves. Though. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that was over where I used to live, and uh, we were in the little 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 stop, the little little house thingy. And it just smelled so bad, bro. Right. I was like, a person just like covered in shit. And I like, you, you know, when somebody's like covered, you can like so see them breathe, right. or, like move. This person smelled like death and they never moved, bro. We waited for the fucking state and like at that bus stop for like half an hour. Never moved. Damn. So we were just, and they were flies. So I was like, yeah, this person's dead. But it, I mean, <laughs> oh, it was still, like, I didn't feel the urge to call the police or the ambulance. Yeah, see, so, so you wouldn't do that. Oh, you wouldn't be like, hey, that's a homeless guy. You most likely be like, ah, and then go about your business. I'm also not that kind of person, you know, like. Not even, like, you won't bother yourself. That's like the, how the system is here. It's like, it's like, it's even, because then when you got to stay there, yeah, yeah. maybe, you can't just call and bounce. Maybe you can't, but if you already made the call, you'll most likely stay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because the, the police are going to want to talk to you and yada, 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 yada. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, this and that, you know. But but just thinking about that whole staying there, having them call, yeah, like yeah, talk yeah, to you, it's like fuck it. I might as well just go on, going on about my business. Sure, it's like, eh. yeah. It's like it's like you know someone else is gonna find him. <laughs> Dude, no. Okay, so there's there's a whole phenomenon about that, like expecting somebody else to do something. I, I can't remember what it's called, but right. uh, there was this scenario where somebody got hit by a car or something, and nobody called an ambulance because everybody thought somebody else was gonna do it. <laughs> nobody ended up doing what the it. fuck yeah dude so like wow. expecting somebody to call for help or anything it's mainly for help like everybody's like oh somebody's gonna do it somebody's gonna do it because we don't want to do it yeah we don't so that's do like that. that's like a whole like weird little phenomenon like i can't remember what the fuck it's called but it, it blew my mind because it's true like a lot of the times like i see car accident or i see something happen i'm like i'm not gonna pay attention to it like somebody's gonna take care of it right but is somebody gonna take care of it See, it goes back to like systems. Like the systems in place make you behave a certain way, right? It's all about systems. Like there's cameras like pretty much everywhere. Right. Like you, they can always go back. Yeah. There's investigations. So the American always feels like they don't have to do shit and no one can tell them to do shit. Funny. Yeah, nobody can be like, what did you do it? I'm like, I don't know. Like, because nigga, we got Cops for that. I ain't no cop. You know, I got shit to do. You know what I'm saying? I ain't no copper. I'm paying taxes for them niggas to do that. You know, that's their job. <laughs> There's cameras. Why ain't nobody see that shit? You know? Yeah. Oh, my dad saw a hit and run the other day. Uh, not the other day. It was probably like a month or a month and a half ago. 
uh, this car peeled out of a fucking like intersection right. and he lost control of the car mm-hmm. so he he was turning left and the he lost control and he turned right oh. so he hit a car right there and uh the guy just peeled off <clears throat> and then like my dad was there like he asked the people like hey you okay uh he has the people like hey you okay whatever and assisted them told them yeah like car ran away and somebody else came by and they're like oh there's cameras right there so he right. asked them for the camera so hey, the age of surveillance there's this perks damn big brother's always watching man that's wild bro but yeah i think that uh that pretty much concludes today's episode what episode is this bro uh i don't know either <laughs> it, it's the next episode man it's you the know, next episode man we'll see one, you guys you'll see this one after the last one i think it's uh 17. yeah uh, 17, it 17 or 17 or 18. right but uh like subscribe comment anything that like maybe came to your mind we were watching this maybe we said something wrong Probably fuck you did. if you said something wrong we meant to say that <laughs> but i comment uh patreon we're gonna have a patreon coming soon and just and stay high.